This is Ben Rock, director of Alien Raiders, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. From parks and rec to post-apocalyptic wastelands, it's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Nick Offerman loves himself a meat tornado. Dude's consistent. Come on, it's a deep dive. So, <laughs> I thought you were talking about Pedro Pascal at first. I was like, no, I don't think he was in Parks and, in Parks and Rec. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I just thought uh, Nick Hofferman's character in Parks and Rec is like only eats meat. He's like the most manly <laughs> man, and that's how I think of him, like from Parks and Rec. And then he's in this full episode of just being the most unlikely gay you could think of. <laughs> I was like, oh, he still loves meat. He's in a different way. <laughs> his 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 character and devs were going off the rails immediately. Was great too. It was because just, it was so. Yeah. It, it, like you do think of Nick Offerman as any time really that I've ever seen him, he's this comedy character of himself. Like yeah. whether it's in Parks and Rec, his time in uh, the George Lopez show, any like a lot of things he does are all comedic. Yeah. Devs was not nothing like that. And then like his one little stint here in The Last of Us was it was a fucking great episode, but it was so un Nick Offerman. Very different. But it was so good. But uh we're talking And it was completely different than what you thought you were gonna get. <laughs> Cause he doesn't come off like a gay guy at no, all. Like, no, no, he no. comes up which I mean that's stereotypical, but like you don't see a lot of like gay in the world preppers. You don't. It's just not a. You don't. Yeah. You you don't. Uh, uh, maybe not around us. And but. how it turns gay is so crazy. The dudes like go upstairs and shower. We gonna fuck. He's <laughs> like okay. He's like yes. Let's do that. We're watching. We're talking about the Last of Us. It's an American post-apocalyptic drama television series created by Craig Mazin and ne- Neil Druckmann for HBO, based on the thirteen video game of the same name, developed by Naughty Dog. It's a 2023, it's set in 2023, 20 years into a global pandemic caused by mass fungal infection, which forces its host to transform into zombie-like creatures and collapses society. I like the zombie-like creatures because these are not zombies. Not atypical ones, no. Even the creator has come out and said they're not zombies. We had this conversation before. It was about a totally different movie (laughs) where the creator came out and said it is zombies. (laughs) They're not zombies. I agree with you in this movie. <laughs> in that film, the other guy who wrote it said they were zombies. But they're not. He was wrong. I don't think so. <laughs> this movie is zombie. Like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, they're mushroom zombies. Like, I don't, I don't know what else to call them. Like, they call them some. They call, they have in-world names for them, like the clickers, and they have they have little well, in-world I mean, names for them. But lots of zombie movies have that too. Like Walking Dead has like yeah. different terms for different ones. But this is a infection movie. Yeah, it's not a zombie movie. It, it is different, much like that one movie. Uh, what's it called? Thirty. What's it called? You're going to twenty-eight days. Twenty-eight later. days. There you go. That's an infection, also an infection movie that movie. leads to zombies, <laughs> which is basically what this is: a mushroom infection that leads to mushroom zombies. <laughs> Um, Because they're clearly not alive anymore. (laughs) So, The Last of Us, I think tonight's episode is episode six, I believe. So it's definitely not, we're only, I don't even know how many episodes there are actually, or they're going to be. We Um, should preempt this review with, 
Neither of us have played these video games. No, I have not played this video game. But I've heard nothing but good things from the people who have played this video game. Which is slightly absurd to me because I started hearing that after episode one. And episode one is basically a nothing episode. There's, In fact, I wouldn't say we really got a feel for how crazy these things are until the last episode. Right. Up until that point, it's kind of just been like character studies yeah. of the people in it, which is fine. Like you can say, like that's really good, mm-hmm. like really good acting, really good character building. But I don't understand how it was like really good video game adaption up until like this last episode, to where you <laughs> start to see like, oh shit, like this is for real shit, and that's a boss, obviously, <laughs> and that boss thing's not dying. So I I think some of it is. Some of it really is those deeper dives into the characters, right? They they do a really good job because I've seen a lot of side-by-sides. They do a really good job of pulling and making scenes that are exactly like the video game cutscenes. And so Yeah, but other movies have done that fine too. No, and, right. and, and we're not good examples. No, no, no. no. But that I, I do think that it includes pulling directly from the from the video game as well as being able to look a little bit deeper into the people that are in this video game. Um, sure, I, and I believe that now. Right. But like I said, I was hearing it like day one. I was hearing it too. I was and like, it was a like, good, good, good movie, a good uh, TV show. Well, I, I just heard adaption. Like I heard, I, in fact, I heard... Best video game adaption ever after the first episode. And I was like, I don't know that we know enough about that. <laughs> like, this could turn out to just be a really good show that's a terrible video game adaption. <laughs> I don't actually even know if it is a good video game adaption because we've never played the game. I do know it's a very good show. I, I again, I've heard no, from the people who've played it. Yeah, nothing I believe it. them because so, they, they've played yeah, it. Yeah, and... Uh, it's a it's a really really good TV show. So like like the little synopsis says at the beginning of the this is another fucking movie that or another piece of another project that tricked me, just like the Barbarian where I literally thought like okay we made it through ninety percent of this first episode the dad and the daughter are still good like cool this is gonna be about them yeah. and then she, she dies yeah they murder her <laughs> I'm like what the God damn it. What, what is this show about then? Mirror the Child is rare. But it is. Some of my favorite things in these kinds of movies are when the world's not even the zomb- the the monsters, the zombies, the vampires, whatever. It's yeah. when the world starts to go to hell. You know, things start to explode, you start to lose power, you start to you start to see what the world could be like if something crazy like that did happen. And I really enjoy that in these kinds of movies. And they do it really well in this movie. But you you start to see you don't really know what's going on, but you start to see the people getting infected, attacking people, planes are crashing. Like it's a crazy scenario, and so this little family. It's about Pedro Pascal's character, his daughter, and his brother. Originally, um, they are in the first episode. They're trying to just survive and figure out what the hell's going on. <clears throat> and they run into, I think, a police officer, and the police officer shoots the kid. Um, and that's when you figure out, okay, I don't know what's going on in this TV show anymore, <laughs> except for shit's at craziness is happening. So 
it, it pulled me in from there and gave me a little bit of a trick. And then I was like, okay, well, I got to watch the next episode, see what the fuck's going on. And I think it does a really good job of doing that. The third episode, the Nick Offerman episode, was exactly that. Like, okay, second episode, I think we're going to see a couple monsters, some more fucking crazy shit. And you get pulled into this weird, like, love story that's an hour long of two people who apparently in the video game you saw very little of. Um, and it only kind of leaned into uh, their their partnership a little bit, but it was such a good episode, and it was really really sad at the end. Um, but it does a it does a really good job of not making it Walking Dead season eleven. You know what I mean? Where it's just okay, we know there's zombies now. What's going on? But it's different every episode, and I I really enjoy that so far at least. Yeah, yeah so far. And, and there's we are five episodes in. I would say like. Five episodes into The Walking Dead, it was pretty ridiculously good, too. <laughs> Supposedly, this uh, Wikipedia has nine episodes listed. So my guess is that there's only going to be nine episodes. So we are halfway through the season, the season one. Um, so I, they've already announced season two. Um, so I'm... I'm I'm pretty excited by what by what's to come, and I'm, I'm, I've loved what I've watched so far. Me too. I do... I am starting at this point to crave more action... There's been a lot, a lot of slower episodes, right. but I'm not saying anything bad about them. They've been great. It's been great, like storytelling so far. It's been great, like character building and world building. But we're at the point now where, like, I'm interested in seeing more cool, like, mushroom monster people. Um, I didn't even think we were going to get any in this one, really, <laughs> <laughs> until the end, which is very. You don't think they're walking up? I mean, so. The the one bad thing that I will say is that the the character aside from the third one, which has it gave you backstory into the into Pedro Pascal's life, but it didn't build anything into the like current world. That's that's the hard thing right now. Is that you? So we in the last two episodes we got introduced to this other group of like rebels who overthrew like their the. QZ area they were in, and and that was it, you know. This, and I will say that, like, to point, uh, it's not in a bad way, but to point where people say, like, it's it's where I, I don't understand where people like shit on certain parts of things like The Walking Dead, but will love parts of this. Like, this new group is exactly like the town in The Walking Dead, like, their leader is exactly like, <laughs> like, they're his leader, like, the she, governor, yeah, she is the governor, like, <laughs> she's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like put some people back together again, and wants to murder a child, like an eight year old <laughs> child. There's no no knock on that. No, she's a great. It's a great like character arc. She's a great story arc. But I'm just like t- to me, I'm just pointing out the like weird fallacy that fans start to have, where they're just like they'll shit on one thing and be completely fine with the other thing. And I was like, I honestly think it was done well in both right. CCO shows, but this show. I do agree there's some more stuff they could tell us on how the world got to be like this. And I'm hoping that... Although the, I think we could use our imaginations a little bit. Right. Like these freaky-ass mushroom people. <laughs> this is probably all I got like this. I'm hoping that the introduction of this lady is the storyline that keeps the rest of the season together. Because right now it doesn't seem like... It seems <laughs> it seems like you're watching Vox Machina where they're just jumping from one situation to the next. And I don't know that that can sustain. I think that's where The Walking Dead did really good. Like, they did go from one thing to the next, but it was seasons. Yeah. You had one and a half or two seasons of the of the governor of the prison 
And it didn't seem like they were just wandering because that's what it seems like right now. That's kind of what the show right seems now. to be about is that they're trying to get to some facility for in his brother, Wyoming, to find his brother, to find his brother, yeah. but also to like get her to a place where maybe she can solve things. Right. They just haven't. Evidently, her blood is not medicine. <laughs> Even though she's immune, it's not easily passable. So you're talking about the last episode. Yes. The, uh, so, again, first episode, we get introduced to the world. Um, second second episode, third episode is kind of about Pedro Pascal's life and then Nick Offerman's character and his husband. And then we start to finally get into some kind of story in the current world. Yes, we have. We learned a little bit of the the kid that he's dragging with him. It seems to be immune from these f- this from this fungal infection that's taken over the world, and so he's taking her, trying to take her to a facility where uh, they could work on her. They could try and get a vaccine. I, although I'm not sure that there are fungal vaccines, um, but they're trying to figure out something, and that's all. That's his whole purpose. You've gotten that a little bit here and there, but again, there's there, we're only five episodes in. But there doesn't seem to be some big, like, there's, you know, some big storyline. Like, we know very little about this place that he's going to. We know very little about why he's going to go visit his brother. We just know very little about everything. It just seems to be a meandering episode to episode. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's filling more of those holes than you're saying it to me. But, okay, it seems like we know what kind of character his brother is, why he wants to save him. We did get to see how the outbreak started. Right. Um, we know where the world's at because of that. So far, the story just seems to be about him getting her to this area. Right, and I don't know if that's enough. Uh, for nine episodes, it might be. I think it's enough for the first season. Right. We'll have to see. Like I said, we've never played the games. I'm assuming it doesn't all doesn't just go well. <laughs> uh, because that would be the end of the show. <laughs> and um, there's been a, quite a few video games. I think there's been you at least a couple. You don't think she's a cure? No, I don't doubt that. I just I'm assuming they get there and these people are not who they say they are, or whatever, you know. There's psycho people. It's like like the people like they just met, they're all psychos. Like there's three guys that try to murder them, they murder them for trying to murder them, and then everybody else is like, We're gonna fucking kill these psychos. These psychos are right. no, you're the psychos. <laughs> you tried to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> That's a small child and a man. <laughs> I do love that. that so in the, I think that's the beginning of the fourth episode. They get attacked. When they come into this town and they get attacked by this group of people. When the dude knows that he's like going to get fucking murdered, he's like, all right, we're done fighting. It's yeah. fine. My name's Bob. Like We're all good. We're friends now. And it's like, what? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because, like, yeah, you would try not die. But, like, yeah, it's very much like... <laughs> No, you can die, Bob. You don't immediately jump to like we're best friends all of a sudden. Like, oh shit, I'm sorry, man. Like, this is what's going on. Like, it just was super funny. Just a big and misunderstanding. Then, and then he stabbed the shit out of him. But it was really funny to me. I've enjoyed the series so far. My knocks are small. I wish I knew a little bit more. But the visuals are really good. Um, it looks great. The the side by sides I've seen with the video game seem to be like they're literally ripping the video game and doing it exactly like the video game sometimes. So I've enjoyed it. I look forward to watching it every Sunday. It's like, at, I think it's 7.30 or whatever, it, it comes on. You know, it's it's something that I look forward to every every week. This is one of those things where, like, The Mandalorian for me... It, 
can do the same thing. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, you shit, I forgot The Mandalorian was on. But there's little things anymore that I I look forward to regularly every week. I think binging has fucked that up, maybe. And so I'm just used to being like, ah, okay, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it. But this is something I, I literally look forward to watching every week. See you when I see you. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. So far, I've, I think I've caught them every week as they come out. It's. I mean, all in all, it's just a good show. Yeah. There's nothing really, I don't think that's super heavy to critique. Besides, at this point, it's a tad slow. But it's not even like bad, bad. It's just, it is. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm ready for some stuff to kick off. But we're also going into like the latter part of the season. Right. So stuff probably is about to kick off. Right. So it's as got far a- as pacing going, that's probably fine. It's got a 97% critic score and a 91% audience score, so it's well-liked by everybody. Uh, and like I said, I've not – I mean, again, and, unless you're just not a fan of, like, a monster genre type of fil- uh, film or series, I, I I haven't heard anything bad, really. I don't know that I've heard anybody say this fucking show was terrible. I watched it, and it was Even not good. Even if you were not a fan of that genre, I feel like you really only got that genre in the last – 15 minutes of this last episode <laughs> like even the ones that kind of killed his partner you didn't really get much out of that like it was just like they woke up ran at you she exploded a grenade killed them all <laughs> it was over I'm like you didn't get to see like why they're so bad you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's like there was a pack of them and one person took them out with a grenade like how is this like end of the world style <laughs> shit but then it's like, oh, you see like what can happen at the end of this last episode where it's like <laughs> fucking sinkhole opens up and thousands of these things start right. rushing out. Right. And there's giant ones that, you know, don't die to lots of bullets. <laughs> so the Which is kinda odd because I don't think of mushrooms having that like <laughs> where's the armor mushroom out there? It evolved over twenty years, bro. Yeah. So the only hate I've seen is the obvious hate. You know, the I don't like gay people hate. That's the only hate I've seen for this fucking show. This is a show that, like, and I, I've said it in the past, I get a little tired of, like, that it has to be in every TV show now. But to me, this is the type of gay that's, like, completely fine, to where it's, like, these characters just happen to be gay. That You're just getting a story of, like, their relevance right. to this story. So I'm perfectly fine with this kind of thing. As long as it's not like this whole show's agenda has become about the fact that there is a gay character in it, that to me, where it's like, I feel like you're doing gay people no service whatsoever with that kind of a, that's the Batgirl treatment. It's like, or Batwoman treatment. It's like, hey, I would make a good show with a gay person in it, and then gay people get represented well. Right. As opposed to, this show has gays, and it's about gays, and she's gay. <laughs> if you don't like it, you hate gays. Like, yeah, it just wasn't that good. You. The, it it jolted me at first because I I just have never I've never seen Nick Offerman in that situation, and so it was like whoa that that took a turn that I was not expecting. But it was such a good episode. Like it, it told a great love story of these two people. I don't know who fuck cares that they're two dudes or two women or whatever. It was just such a good episode. Even with as thrown off as I was by it, because I feel like. It- to me, it just, I did not suspect his character being gay. Also, I did not suspect this of turning into a love story at all either. Right. It <laughs> was a weird. It was a weird episode. It didn't seem like this episode was going that way. <laughs> Beyond that, I wasn't bothered by it at all. No. I said his character was fine. It's the same thing with like the 
the female Ghostbusters treatment where you get it to where it's like, oh, this movie exists because they want you to show you that they can do this with all girls. And it's like, and that would be fine if the movie was great. Whereas like, it's not a good movie. And you get that in a lot of shows. And then you get the like Marvel treatment of it, like at the end of Endgame where like all the female superheroes come together. I was like, that just kicks ass because those characters kick ass. So it's like, I think there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do well, things. Well, the, the newest Ghostbusters... There, like, there's a there's a little girl on the team. Like, that she was the one that she's like one of the main characters. And it didn't but even cross not, my mind. Right, she's just a cool character. Uh, Stranger Things works because you're just because Eleven is cool too. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing though. I I think that the the female Ghostbusters doesn't work because. It, they're over the top. They're they're. It just doesn't come across like well, the movie normal was, people. The movie was made to be about a woman team of Ghostbusters, as opposed to again, we're making a good movie. We cast and because they cast all funny women in it, so it's clear that they fucked it up the way. I'm just saying, like Hollywood, I think is finally starting to figure this out, the scenario out of like you should be more inclusive, but the right way to be inclusive is to make like pro- quality products that are inclusive. And then we get, then you have the, the one, the random like haters on the internet that nobody cares about. Cause they're just wrong. Right. That, that, that's just that's what I've heard. That's what it is. And, and that's obviously the loudest people are the small majority. Cause I, I don't hear it anywhere else except for like, why do we have to be gay? Like blah, blah, blah. And it, it's just, it's just stupid. It's nonsense. Like who cares? They, it was a good story. That's what matters. That's yeah. the only thing that fucking matters. The same thing with Willow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, and again, I, like, I forgot gay. that was even a thing. They just they happened yeah. to love each other. Like it just was what it was, and it was a cool show. For the most, I mean, I liked it. Yeah, evidently some people didn't. But. <laughs> I don't know how you could hate it. That show. I mean, we're moving on topic, but like you watch Willow the movie and Willow <laughs> the show is very similar to Willow the movie. <laughs> and it's like if you're just like I just hate small people and gays, <laughs> gays and midgets in the same movie. Put on a Ewok costume, you dirty son. <laughs> that was probably my my favorite episode of them so far, and it barely had anything to do with like what's currently going on in their timeline. Like it was just Nick Offerman was still funny. He still had those grumpy funny moments. Yeah. The letter that he wrote at the end, where he's like, "I don't, I never liked you." He he he, and th- that shit made me laugh. Like it was just so silly and stupid. But the the last one, the last one was really good too. Like the, the you know they find these two kids who are trying to get out of this city as well. Ultimately, the smallest of the kid gets bit, and she tries to save him with her blood, and he ends up turning, and he fucking the guardian of the little kid ends up shooting him. I figured there it was going to end there. He was going to be distraught, and the dude was just going to go off and be his own dude. And when I I didn't even have a time. I didn't have a chance to breathe when he turned the gun and shot on himself and shot himself. And I was like, oh, like he was like, <gasps> and then pow. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't expect both of them to die. It was, it was a sad, <laughs> sad <Yeah. laughs> episode. I kind of didn't expect either of them to die. Oh man. Anytime little kid, like little, little kids are involved, you know, some fucking crazy shit's going to happen. <laughs> I knew that, but like I kind of figured that like we were, this is the point where we're going to see where like, oh, her blood really can save people. Because that's like what the show's about, right. kind of. And then they're like, nope. <laughs> it's not how science works. It's like, oh, she still freaks out on her. Not too many kids in these kind of 
movies like in this genre survive. Not too many. Uh, Carl didn't survive. Judy, Judith survived. But I mean, not too many small kids in zombie or vampire films actually make it to the other side. <laughs> Judith is like a product of the environment, though. Yeah. She's like a zombie murdering machine. <laughs> Carl had feelings. <laughs> he, got, he let him get the better of him. Got murdered by his emotions. <laughs> But yeah, I knew I knew Carl. one of them was I thought only one of them was dying. As soon as we found out the little kid got bit, I thought he was going to die like I said. I thought the other dude was just going to be heartbroken and leave and he just shot himself and it was a crazy it was all in the span of like 30 seconds and it was a crazy 30 seconds. Oh, it yeah. was really crazy. I did not see him murdering his own brother. Because he like tries to save him at first, yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, why well, you can't save him? He's clearly I'm like, Bam! I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. yeah." And then he takes the moment to be like, "Shit, what did I do?" And then bam, he gets himself. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, this guy does not. He doesn't think through things. <laughs> so. It's very reactional. <laughs> well, I, I am excited to see what tonight's episode brings because I I do think the crazy governor lady is going to keep developing, and like she's I said, dead. <clears throat> Did she die? Oh, she did die by that little oh, yeah. the little clicker. I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. Because her old town was stupid. They're like, <laughs> I for- completely this fucking forgot about sinkhole that. opens up and like 200 of these things. Run. <laughs> fucking run. You didn't bring enough bullets. He even, t- the guy, even, I remember the guy even, her like right hand man was like, get out of here. Like, leave. <laughs> I don't know why any of them stayed. As soon as that like started going, from what you saw earlier, from like the whole breathing in the ground, I'm like getting in a truck and being like, "Well, it's a good while." I, <laughs> <laughs> I told I told Nakota, the guy who works with me, he's a huge fan. He's he's played the video games and he likes the movie. I was like, "Man, we spent like a episode and a half on this fucking truck, and they instantly wrecked it in the next episode." <laughs> I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a good show. I, I'm probably. I, I like to reserve a, a true rating until the very end, but I probably yeah. really am in the 90s somewhere, honestly, right now. I'm close. Like I said, I, I think it's – if it doesn't pick up speed uh, and it stays like it is now, I think I'm like high 80s. But because like it's good, but like it's a lot of episodes to be drowning on a little bit, and I just don't think you need to do that. But I'm pretty sure it's going to pick up. Like it's starting to. It's the end of the season – I don't see it not picking up. <laughs> we need more mushrooms. <laughs> we need more mushrooms. So I hope they. I hope because I assume that the video game is a is a big video game in terms of like length of time you play it. I think so there's I'm, more than one too. So. I'm, I'm hoping though that they spend you get more time to suss out the first video game, like maybe two or three seasons rather than rushing to the end of the first game in the first season. Also though, I mean, I hope, and I haven't played the game, but I hope, I would hope that a show that's like this good, that has this good of actors in it at some points figures out, you don't have to go scene by scene in the video game. It's like, I think once you've captured your audience, you can start changing some shit. Like what the walking dead did. It was fine. Like, the problem is... I mean, you, The Walking Dead did it in weird ways that I don't think you should do, where they're just like, instead of this guy dying, this guy yeah. dies. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard both arguments for that, of like, 
if you're going to make an, ad- an adaptation and go to the screen, make sure it's as close to it as possible. And I've heard the other way around, too, where it's like, oh, okay, it's kind of the same. A lot of the big events are the same, but everything kind of in the middle can be a little different. I- I've heard a lot of people, they'll be like, no, I want it to be exactly the fucking same. I'm like, why? You're like, you've done that already. Like, <laughs> To me, that makes no sense because like, I feel like you have to capture the spirit of something, and then it- I feel like it's almost your responsibility to adapt after that because – yeah, you have to tell a unique story. Like, I don't want to just go and do something no, where I know exactly what's going to happen beat by beat. Why the fuck am I watching? Right. Something? Like, your imagination is better than that anyway. So, like, <laughs> I like some. I like the big things remaining very close to to whatever the source material is, yeah. and then in the middle, you figure it out. You know, you as long as, like you said, you capture the the spirit of who these people are, and you don't make any stupid decisions yeah. that they wouldn't make in their li- in their fictional lives, then you're fine. Do whatever you're going to do. Hopefully, we keep some of the big things the same. Yeah, but I mean, that'll do whatever it wants to do. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, man, he's 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 got the trucks lining up. Mandalorian starts at the beginning of March. This will still be going on. He's got those wheelbarrows. Oh yeah, he's making the money right now. <laughs> Did you see the meme I put up where it's like 50 years in the future. Every yeah. <laughs> every TV show will just be Pedro Pascal accompanying a magic child somewhere. <laughs> it's it's true. Uh, you're in the high 80s as of now. I'm in the somewhere in the 90s as of now. We'll probably talk about it again once it's finally over. Um, but somewhere, I think the middle of March is when it ends, so about a month still. But... Uh, we really enjoy it. I don't know anybody who doesn't enjoy it. So go check it out. Like I said, 97 and 91%. It's a good show so far. Catch yourself up if you haven't. TOTOB.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Until next time, I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. And we will catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! <laughs>